is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of ChristyLittleJones.com, episode number 131. This month, I am celebrating Rockstar Ladies for International Women's Month. And today, my special guest is founder and CEO of Snobby Chick, Smita Sharma. As featured in Essence Magazine, Snobby Chick is a beauty brand that offers premium raw and virgin human hair ethically sourced from the temples of India. The hair extension industry makes multiple millions of dollars year after year, but all hair extensions are not created equal. So join in on the conversation about why quality really matters when it comes to enhancing your natural beauty. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Smita Sharma is the founder and CEO of Snobby Chick, a beauty brand that offers raw and virgin human hair ethically sourced from the temples in India. Smita has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years and has owned multiple businesses in beauty, travel, and real estate. Although her background is in marketing, her passion is in business. Recently featured in Essence Magazine, Smita and Snobby Chick are taking hair extensions to the next level and want to be sure not to leave any woman behind. So please help me welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast, Smita Sharma. Hi, Smita. I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I cannot wait to share your amazing story today because so many of us, so many of the listeners really can benefit from what you have to share. So Guys, you heard me explain and share a little bit about Smita and who she is, but what we're going to talk about today is so important. Not only is being authentic really important and really understanding how to just enhance and celebrate your beauty, but a couple of things that we want to talk about today is one, the authenticity of hair accessories, lash accessories. Now I'm a big lash girl. I love long eyelashes. Now, you know, not the real, the ones that are totally ridiculous, right. That look like that pop out and you can see them, but you know, the really natural lashes and snobby chicks lashes are the best. Absolutely love them. And so Smita, welcome to the show. Hey sis. Thanks so much for having me on. Super excited. Yes, so excited to, for you to be here. And so please tell us, you know, educate us. I think that the it, hair ex accessories, hair extensions, 
it's a billion dollar industry. And so, I mean, people wear hair extensions and they, you know, they get them on the side of the road, they get them, you know, everywhere. But we want to know, you know, if we're enhancing our already God-given beauty, we want to get the best. So can you tell us a little and educate us a little bit about Snobby Chick and the the ethnic ethnic ethnically sourced ethnically. <laughs> authentic, thank you ethically <laughs> the ethnic too sourced. I guess it is ethnic because it is sourced overseas <laughs> right so tell us a little bit about you know educate us please yes absolutely so you're you're a hundred percent correct when you said you know it is a billion dollar industry there's a lot of money in this and um you know, people get them from all different sources, but you, you sometimes get what you pay for and sometimes you don't. That doesn't always stand true in this industry. And I think that is where um, a lot of people sometimes are hesitant to buy. They don't know where to buy, what to buy, because there's so many different um, marketing terminologies being thrown around for different types of hair, grade of hair. And I say that term very loosely because there is no industry like benchmark. There's no standard way of, um, you know, establishing what, what grade of hair it is because um, it just hasn't been done in this industry. And that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to do when I became, or when I started this business, um, I wanted to bring some level of consistency to the quality and um, really focus on the authenticity piece of it, as you had mentioned earlier. So my family is originally from India. And for those of you that know a little bit about the hair extension industry, maybe you don't, but Indian hair is the most sought after hair when it comes to hair extensions, you know, weaves, wigs, all of that. Um, it's one of the most versatile types of hair. It can be styled, it can hold a curl. Um, Indian hair comes in different textures. So it really does fit a wide variety of audiences. And that's another thing I think um, I definitely want to point out is that there is a myth that only a certain type of woman, and a lot of times people think traditionally African-American women are the only women that wear hair extensions. I am here to tell you guys, everyone wears them. I wear them, um, you know, Hispanic women, Latino women, African-American, Caucasian, everyone wears them. It's just a way to enhance your, your hair, your, your already beautiful hair, but it gives you different uh, ways to style. It adds volume. It allows you to, to create different styles. So everybody wears some type of hair extension that's not limited to one ethnicity or, or hair type. But um, going back to the authenticity piece of it, you know, my family, as I mentioned, is from India. So I have a direct connect there. And what I've done is I've leveraged that to be able to go back to India, source the hair directly from there, cut out the middleman, because what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, a lot of their hair is coming from China. Mm. And so I always pose the question and I probably need to get this like trademarked or something. Um, why are you buying Indian hair from a Chinese vendor? Like that just mm. doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. If it's truly authentically Indian hair, get it from India. Okay. If it's not, then you're already being bamboozled and probably paying for something that you're not getting. Right. Mm. So you always have to kind of question that, like be logical when you're in search for the perfect type of hair for yourself. But for Indian hair, I do go straight to the source and I'm able to bring it back and 
Um, I went myself overseas. I handpicked certain vendors that aligned with my take on what is quality. I literally dug through their trash to see what they were washing their hair with, wow. making organic and sulfate free, paraben free. They were air drying the hair. They don't even put heat on it. It's coming straight from the temples where it's mass donated. Um, that's another thing we say, you know, our hair is ethically sourced. And the meaning behind that is that nobody's forced to give up their hair. This is a practice that's done all over India and in other parts of the world where Indians reside. So this is actually a Hindu practice. Mm -hmm. Hindu is the religion and people voluntarily go donate their hair as a sacrifice. And that hair is then, um, you know, clean, sanitized, and then resold to the larger global market. So wow. people really need to understand that I, I'm going to be generous and say 95. I'm going to say I mean, that's a conservative number, but I'm going to say close to 90, let's say 97% of the hair in the world um, really comes from India. Mm. And, um, you know, terminologies like Brazilian hair, that's not really coming from Brazil. That's actually still Indian hair. It's just treated differently. It's marketed differently. Wow. So just, you know, understanding and knowing what you're paying for, what you're buying is really important, especially because hair can be expensive, good quality hair. Mm -hmm. Yes, you will premium for it, but you will also get what you pay for and it'll last a long time. So if you're going to make the investment, make sure, make sure you know what you're investing in. That is so good. I had no idea um, that 97% of hair comes from India. That is really good to know. How do you, how can you tell the difference? Like, how can you tell when you've got the real deal and when it's a fake me out? Um, sometimes you can't really tell right off the bat. Um, a lot of times the best way to do it is if you are interested in purchasing hair from a specific vendor, um, then you'll want to, um, you know, make sure that you test the hair by shampooing it, coloring mm. it, you know, the different things that you would naturally do to human hair. You want to do the same and perform tests so that you can see how the hair responds and holds up. Now, the reason I say that is because if it's been chemically treated or silicone coated, like a lot of these vendors do, then the shampoo will react to the chemicals and it'll be all matted. And oh, wow. So when you see hair like that, it's because yes. it's processed. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the chemicals in the shampoo will react. And then over time, it'll just look like a rat's nest. So you definitely don't want um, to just blindly, you know, buy hair. I would always encourage people if you're, if you're not familiar with that vendor or, you know, you're unsure, you're hesitant for any reason, then buy like a sample and just test it out. That's really good. And what made you decide to start snobby chick and like go into this industry in particular so what made me actually decide to do it was because people knew that i was from india i'm a first generation indian american they knew i go back all the time and uh for example i'm in a sorority and a lot of my sorority sisters would be like hey when you're going back to india can you grab uh. me some hair and so it just prompted me to like look a little bit deeper into the industry as a business, you know, things like that. So once I started researching it and realizing, you know, how much opportunity was there, it really made me decide to, um, and I'm a girly girl. I love, yeah. <laughs> you know, beauty and, and hair and makeup. So it definitely, you know, was right up my alley, but it made sense from a business and financial perspective as well. 
You know, I since we're really celebrating beauty, talking about enhancing beauty, you know, within the African American community, I think that originally women wanted to um, use different hair extensions and braids and things like that because one, it's easier, you know, and it's just, and over time, what has happened is like their whole hairline has just receded drastically. Yeah. And, you know, and their own hair has been so damaged for years, sometimes even decades, because they've worn different weaves and braids and things like that for such long periods of time. Is that due to the quality of hair or, you know, like if there's a more authentic hair that you use, is it less damage to your own personal hair? Do you know? No. No. So, you know, the beauty of weaves and wigs is it's actually meant to be a protective style. So if you are natural, it's a great way to, without damaging your hair with chemicals and relaxers, you can still achieve a certain style or certain look by, uh, you know, integrating weave or a wig into your, into your own hair. But the problem with the, when you see receding hairlines and things like that, it's because like you said, they leave it in for too long. Proper care mm -hmm. isn't, uh, isn't applied to the hair. Uh, you shouldn't leave the weave in too long. It shouldn't be when people get braids in, for example, it might be too tight along. And so it pulls at the hairline, you know, things like that. You have to be cognizant of that. And everybody's hair type is different. So it's not a one size fits all approach. It's like beauty isn't a one size fits all approach. One thing about women is that we're all different. We have different textures, different lengths, different colors. And I feel like now we're seeing the beauty industry evolve more to reflecting that. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, in the past, it's been a one size fits all approach. And unfortunately, you know, that doesn't work for everybody. And then you see the, the results of that. Yeah. 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 So now do you offer, you know, because thinking about the African-American community, there's such a wide range of hair types. And so do they, is it, does Indian hair come in from the, the light wave to the really kinky curly hair? Yes. So you can get, um, you know, the smooth, sleek hair mm -hmm. look, you can do a, a kinkier texture. They have different curl patterns. So it really just depends on what works best for you. For example, with Snobby Chick, we sell Indian hair. That's our primary focus, of course. But we have Brazilian hair on there, which is just, like I said, it's Indian hair, but it's treated a little differently. Oh, okay. um, and then you have, uh, we also have Vietnamese hair on there. I have African-American friends who love the Vietnamese texture because it blends better with their hair texture. Mm. It's a little bit, the follicle is a little bit rounder. So it's a little bit fuller, um, each, each strand. Yeah. So that blends better with their, so it really just depends, you know, but I have African-American friends who love the Brazilian texture. So okay. it's really a matter of preference. And if you're new to it, then it may be a trial and error until you mm -hmm. find what works best for you. But I, again, that, I think we know that with beauty products in general, I have yeah. naturally curly hair. I can't tell you how many curly hair products I've had to try before I found what really worked for my specific hair type. You know, that's really good. I mean, that, that's a great idea to even offer something like that, where you on your, your site to have, you know, I have 
if you have this type of hair, then this might be the th something to try. You know, if you have this type of hair, you know, just as far as I love yeah. those kind of direction kind of things, just because- and we try to incorporate that if you have like 4B great. or 4C yeah. texture, you know, we recommend this. Um, That's great. But yeah, again, it's just really a matter of preference. Um, mm -hmm. If you're going for a full on wig, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't have to blend with your hair. It can be whatever <laughs> right. you want it to be. So that's the beauty of it. It can do be you, whatever you want. Yeah. Do you offer wigs as well? We do. Oh. We do. We have we have all types of extensions because, like I said, one of the things that I wanted to do was cater to a diverse group of of ethnicities. So we have tape ins, sew ins, clip ins. Uh, microbead extensions. We have wigs. We have the full lace wigs. We have the U-part wow. wigs. So it's really, um, you know, just a matter of what style you you want to try. I love that. I love it. And so, you know, I because Snobby Chicks' real mission and focus is to not only educate but elevate and empower women. Can you talk a little bit about your your heart and desire to really empower women through this industry and through Snobby Chick. Yeah, absolutely. One of my goals just for the longest time has been, you know, I always say it doesn't matter how much money you make on this earth. It's about what you're able to leave behind, what type of legacy or social footprint you want to leave behind. And so for me, it's not about just selling the hair. One of the things I love about our, our company, our business, the beauty industry is that it allows women to feel beautiful. It allows women to feel confident. And, you know, I, I love seeing a woman embrace her, her femininity and just walk in it. So I love that aspect of the business, but um, you know, to take it a step further, I really want to give back in a way that helps women that may not be able to, for example, afford a wig because they can get pricey, you know, it's human hair. So there is, it does come at a premium. So one of the things I'd like to do down the road is uh, be able to give back to cancer patients, alopecia patients, um, and be able to provide wigs for them specifically. And then mm -hmm. also give back to the community that has allowed me to even start this business, which is back home to India. Okay. Currently, you know, I specifically hand selected vendors, not just for their quality, but also for what they were doing for their local communities there as well. So, you know, one of our vendors, they have mobile clinics, health clinics, where they're able to uh, provide healthcare for the local residents near the factory where the factory is located, um, educational grants, you know, counseling services. So all of that is already in place. And then I would love to be able to teach women entrepreneurship skills, teach them some type of trade, which allows them to be financially self-sufficient because a lot of these women, especially in India that work in these factories that are in these rural areas are victims of domestic violence, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it's just sometimes a way of life over there. And they don't think that there's any way out because they're financially dependent on their spouse. And what I want to teach them and I wanna show them is that they can be independent. They don't have to subject themselves to that. They're not locked into that situation and they can provide a better life for themselves and for their children if, if they choose to. And one of the ways is you know by teaching them some type of life skill that allows them to be financially independent. Mm. Wow, I love that. That is so great. 
you know, I think that also just it's so important to when we have information, when we have like the education around certain decisions and choices that we want to make, I think that it's so helpful to really not only align, you know, our integrity, but also with not, it really prevents so much headache or waste or, you know what I mean? Like the, the stumbles that life brings when we just spend time really knowing, oh, okay, if I want to start trying weaves and I would like this look, I need to go to the authentic or like the, the, the real deal. Why just, I think, cause a lot of times the mentality is let's just go cheaper. Why? Like going cheaper is not, does not mean that it's going to give you what you desire, what you need. Right. Most of the time it won't. <laughs> Most of the times we know that that's not always the best, best route. And, you know, you pay, you will pay a premium for better quality. But I tell, I was just having a conversation this morning with somebody who reached out to me about the hair. And she said the hair that she currently has sheds a lot. And so over time, you know, yes, you may pay more up front for better quality, but it's going to last you longer. So it's mm-hmm. actually going to save you more money in the long run. So really, you know, you have to look at it, certain things, like you just have to make an initial investment in. And I think if you're not going to invest in yourself, <laughs> in yeah. your appearance and what, what else could you, you know, what else would you invest in? So start with yourself and self-care, especially during this pandemic, we've really heard about how important and how necessary self-care is. Um, I don't know about you, sis, but I know for me, I've had to force myself, even if I'm not going anywhere or whatever, just to get up and get dressed yes. like I was, just to make myself feel a little totally. bit better. Instead of being in just like sweatpants and, and sweatshirts. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's important. And, um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with splurging a little bit yeah. on that knowing that you're getting a a better quality product. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And so please let our listeners know how they, one can get started with the, with snobby chick and, you know, what are the first things to even do if you are wanting to try new extensions or you already have extensions, but you're not happy with them where do they go? What do they do? And how can they connect with you? Sure. They can actually go on our website. That's what I do recommend just to browse the, the products that we have to get an idea of, you know, all the things that we offer. So it's www.snobbychick.com. And of course it's spelled a little differently. It's S N O B E E C H I C. So snobbychick.com. And then we're also on Facebook and Instagram, just under snobbychick. That's our handle. And they can go on there, you know, look at the products that we have. And if they are just new at this and they're just getting their feet wet with extensions, I would recommend either going the clip in route because those are easily, you can remove those. Those are not semi permanent or permanent at all. Or if they're pretty confident, they have an idea of at least what they want, the type of hair that they want. I would say, try, you know, a couple of bundles. That's what the weaves are called. Get some bundles and take it to a stylist, take it to a professional. Don't try this at home, especially if you're (laughs) new to it Um, and have them install it. And the great thing about it is it's 
weaves are sewn in, so they can be taken out. If for whatever reason you don't like it, it's not the end of the world. You can remove it. Um, you can reuse them if they're cared for mm -hmm. properly. They can last you quite a quite a while. Again, this is human hair, so it's styled just like with any, like any other hair would be styled. You can apply heat to it, styling products. So that's what I would recommend. Start or a wig. You know, that's pretty pretty easy mm -hmm. and very uh, flexible. You can take it on and off. And um, I, I would say start with those. The tape-ins, yeah. the microbeads, I think those are a little bit uh, for more a more advanced. graduated, <laughs> yeah, more advanced audience. Um, but, yeah. the, but the clip-ins are easy. I, I love the clip-ins. I wear those all the time, especially like if I'm, you know, going out somewhere for an event or a photo shoot or something, it's super easy. They blend right in. As a matter of fact, I don't even wear the Indian clip-ins. I wear the Brazilian. So, and they blend ah. seamlessly with my hair. So it really just depends. You know, everybody's different and their preference yeah. is different. That's awesome. Now, as far as, as far as your lashes, are those also, are those human hair? And I think also people don't know how to take care of them, you know, because people are used to buying the two, $1, $2 ones, but how yeah. do you, are they human hair? And then is there a way to take care of them? Yep. So they're actually mink and they're cruelty free because as you know, I'm a huge animal lover, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, the mink lashes are actually the mink is the, the actual mink is just brushed and the shedding from the fur is what they collect mm -hmm. to create the lashes. No minks are killed in the process. So just, That's you know, good. rest assured, it's not, you know, we're not killing animals for these. Um, but I love the mink lashes because they're super fluffy. They have give mm -hmm. that layered effect and they really do add a lot of volume to your yes. natural lash line. The best way to take care of them, I would say, is just make sure if you're using the glue to apply the strip lashes, just try to remove the glue each time so it doesn't build up on the lash okay. strip. Yeah. And um, I always keep them in the original case that they come mm -hmm. in where you can, it's like curved, yeah. you know, so you can keep the shape of the band curved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that will, that will preserve the shape and they won't get all deformed and then you can't wear them anymore. So I would, and then also when you're applying them, don't apply too much glue, mm -hmm. right? So the more glue you apply, the more gets stuck on the lash line, the band that you have to remove. And every time you pull it off, it's, you're compromising the band each time. So just yeah. be careful about how much glue you're applying to. That's awesome. Yes. Oh my goodness. That is so great. I'm so excited. And, you know, you have me thinking, you know, Adrian will be like, uh, <laughs> because I love the lashes and little, still he's like, Chris, I love them. I'm like, what? And then I start my, thank you. And then I start batting my eyes even more. So, um, and you know, my hair is like so lashes are that one quick thing, especially right now yes. we're doing a lot of booms and stuff. It really just brightens yep. up your look and gives you a totally. little bit you know, a little bit of a wow factor without having to do much at all. And you have phenomenal Absolutely. skin and smile and everything else. So Thank you. your lashes just complete your look. <laughs> Thank you. I, it enhances, right? It yes. enhances. Yes, I love it. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for being here. And just, I learned so much in this short period of time about not only hair extensions and the quality, but just it's a reminder of, of really enhancing with quality yeah 
right? Like yeah, always keeping quality at the center. Yeah. Because I truly believe anything that I'm going to put my name on and my reputation on the line for has to be really good quality. Um, you know, and I encourage any woman out there or anybody that's starting a business or interested in starting a business, do your due diligence. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Don't just jump in. Like I literally did about almost two years of due diligence before I like really launched and marketed snobby chick. So I think that's important um, to know what you're getting into mm-hmm. before you really, you know, jump yeah. all in because it may not be what you think it is. So, but that's not to discourage anybody yeah. from entrepreneurship, but as you know, you can attest to this too. It is a 25 yes. seven operation and yes. it is a grind and you have to make sure that it's worth it for you and that you're passionate about mm-hmm. it. And it can't just be about the money, right? It's gotta be about, you know, impacting lives, whether it's day to day or, you know, the long-term goal of impacting communities domestically, globally, wherever, but it's got to be something that really comes from within. So good. So good. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. I'm just inspired by your, just the way you move, right? The way you work, the, um, just what you're doing with Snobby Chick. I can not wait until it just expands into really educating and building training entrepreneurs in this space because I think it's needed and it's such a large part of of just so many women's lives that you know to be able to to build a business around it I think is huge it's huge thank you so much yes parting words please Um, You know, all all I'll say is like what I said earlier is just make sure that whatever you do in your life has passion and purpose and understanding, you know, what your purpose is and making sure you're walking in it every single day because it's your purpose and your passion that's going to make you keep going because you and I both know there were definitely times where you just want to throw in the towel as much as Navi Chick is my baby and I love it. I wanted to walk away from it a few times and that's natural, but you know, it's, it's, it's about not giving up and just continuing to, to -hmm. pursue it because you know, that is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Thank you so much. Love you. So go on to snobbychick.com and get your, yes, enhancements. (laughs) Yes. It's all about enhancing, not masking. (laughs) Right. Right. Thanks so much for joining us. Love you much. Love you. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media, on Instagram at wife.wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, 
please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.